When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It is June 13th. This is the last song in Stick to Acting Week, Jake, and it's Eddie Murphy, Party All Time. I thought Eddie Murphy was considered an actual, like, dual or triple threat. Like, I thought he was supposed to be good at what he did, singing-wise. You weren't into that? I like no. I, I actually, I think he's my. We would be a three on our list of songs we did for stick to acting. John Travolta, Razzmatazz. Number one, Razzmatazz by John Travolta was. Razzmatazz great. just got stuck in your head. You didn't. You didn't enjoy the music, but it was permanently placed in a corner of your head. Oh yeah, then why'd I li- why'd I li- why'd I listen to it again the next day? Because it was stuck in your head, and you're like, if it's gonna be stuck in my head, I might as well learn the the words to it. All the time. This yeah. is you, you said it about the Hoff yesterday that he kind of encompassed the sound of the time. This is like for me, this is eighties music. This is this is me and Chandler Bing going to the club, flock of seagulls hair. Yeah, I'm not into this one. Party all the time, man. I'm I'm there. Oh didn't you just say you woke up partying? Woke, no, I woke up feeling dangerous today. Woke up feeling like P. Diddy. That's the that's the Baker Mayfield. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh, it's Thursday. I I mentioned yesterday. Yesterday was the hump day. We're looking, and and it felt like a hump day. It's when when was the day gonna crack? Um, for me, it was it was later in the day. Uh. Went went downtown, talked baseball with one of the Rockies beat writer guys, Drew Creaseman, a friend. He's a uh, baseball writers of America now. He's uh he's oh, like nice. Legit. Congrats, Drew. I wonder if he's mad at me because I made fun of his Rockies in a breakdown yesterday. No, he was he was he was excited. He when we were talking, he's like, dude, I hope he's doing the game we just did. It was wild. Um, but I uh, so- I think the Rockies I think the Rockies are searching for benches clearing brawl to like galvanize them. Because they're just going town to town, being little bitches. Just, just uh, that's their identity. Getting, getting mean. We got to play angry. Yeah, and they said they've been doing some hit by pitch stuff lately, and that's, you know, it stops being fun after a little while. But, uh, yeah, that that was cool, man. That was my hump yesterday. By the time I got down there, we had a beer in front of us, and then uh, he he texted me like right before I was about to leave. He's like. Hey, I don't know if you were planning on just like talking baseball and hanging out, but I, I'm gonna have the mic and stuff with me. You want to record stuff? I was like, yeah, sure. So we talked like Yankees, Rockies, like two hours um, on which, podcast. Yeah, on the BSN pod. Um, nice. So that that uh, he's like, I think I'm gonna have to make this two podcasts. So that that should be out tomorrow, today, something like that. But. Uh, that was cool, and then like the hockey game came on. I was thinking about meeting up with some coworkers, but we just ended up <laughs> talking baseball. So I kind of watched the hockey in the back, the background. When you we say the- coworkers, I'm under the impression I'm your only coworker. Ex coworkers. Oh, okay, my former coworkers, I think, is what I said. And uh, 
So they, but I, I ended up not linking up with them, but the game was on in the background. Got a couple funny looks because we were two guys with microphones in the bar. Um, but uh, yeah, man, now I'm over the hump. We got a, we got, what, a four game set with the White Sox coming up. I've got a, uh, yeah, I've got some plans with the girlfriend. I think we're going to try to get to Red Rocks uh, Friday night. Um, so yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm, I, I've got my to-do list and things I, I want to hammer out and get get it to the weekend, and the, the light is near. The light is near. The light is near. The light um, is near. So, yeah, I'm doing all right. Did some scoots this morning, sweating, smell pretty bad. How, uh, how are you doing? Good, good. I'm, uh, today's not as up as the last two days were, but that's good. It was storming. Yesterday was the most productive day I think I've ever had in my life. Remember when we were uh, we were scheduling my crash at 5 p.m.? Yeah. I thought it was 5 p.m. I looked up, it was 8 p.m., and I went until 11.30 until Katie and I went to sleep. It's crazy. Most Running. stuff I've ever got done. It was awesome. Uh, I'm giving myself yesterday, Jake. On here, we give ourselves scores for the days. A 6.6. Right, we're back down to earth a little bit. Um you can't really celebrate just doing work oh. all day. And and look at you're not wearing a sun shirt today. We're shocked. Um Well so, wanna know why? Because we're why playing di- we're playing disc golf on Saturday and mm. tomorrow Katie and I are going outside to do date stuff together. Right. And I was like the next two days are gonna be actually in the sun. Right. I only have three sun shirts. I wore one yesterday. That's no now it's dirty. So I was like, fuck, I can't wear one today. It's a big thought the, process. Got to give the relief pitchers an off day. And yeah, I mean, there's a direct correlation now with the sun shirt. So I'm, I'm glad. Uh, yesterday was, uh, it was, it was above air. Yesterday was a, a six, six, four. Wow. Your height on stilts. My height on a 10 inch stilt. Mm hmm. Ish. They call those beginner stilts. Those are, yeah, the starter stilts. The starter stilts. Screw stilts, man. Why? Have you ever been on stilts? No. When I see stilts people in like a crowd, I'm like, you're the most insane person I've ever seen in my life. You don't like them? You're just begging to fall 15 feet to the ground. You've seen Billy Madison too many times. Uh, no, because you thought that he was dead. It turns out he's fine. Um, no, I just think if you actually do that in a crowd of people, like you're one little kid away from just going down. Yeah. Um, and for what? Well, how do you feel about the people that jump off like a hundred foot platforms into a tiny kiddie pool? They belly flop it. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Oh, really? Belly flops from a hundred feet into yeah. a kiddie pool? Yeah. Where have you been going? You never seen that? I, I'm, I'm interested in it. I'm wondering if we've got some measurements or some different facts that are going to leak out. Because right now, 100 feet into a kiddie pool, belly flop style, I think that's death. Well, yeah, okay. I guess you've just never seen it. So don't Send get me all a defensive. link. I will. Don't get all mad because you haven't seen something before. We've got the internet here. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm, I'm very doubtful. Comes up. It's the thing. It's like, I mean, you can do... Uh, you can do like a lot of like halftime shows or like circus performers. I've been doing this for years. It's like the world's fucking flying Walendas. World's highest shallow dive from Darren Taylor. Yeah. Okay. We've got. It's a called large, shallow diving. We've got a large crowd in in an Asian country. They're excited. I don't think we're at a hundred feet. I think I think that's. Um. And I mean, this is a Guinness World Record. Oh, there's a cushion under the pool. Yeah, so we 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 missed some different things here, but Yeah, here's a much quicker video. I'll give it to the chat too. I mean, I just I just watched it. There's there's a cushion under the kiddie pool, so it's not just like kiddie pool and ground. And I don't think it's 100 feet either. Yeah, but th- I mean, that's just one video. I think that people have done it at 100 feet. This is a thing okay. people have been doing for years. Anyway, I shallow hate- diving. Yeah, we, I hate, we got the term now, shallow diving. I don't like shallow divers. Oh. No one's asked for it, you know? Yeah. <sighs> Professional shallow diver in the freezing cold. It's just like, 
even there, there's a cushion there, Jake. You have to land perfectly or you're dead. Kind of, but belly flop. I could land a belly flop. It's just oh. It just hurts a lot, and they're, they're jackass without the entertainment value. Sucks. I don't like them. Good. I also don't like They balloonists. don't like you. They don't know me. Shallow divers don't like you. I saw them. They were checking out, they were checking out the YouTube. They're like, 60K for this guy? Just get oh. red-faced and make jokes about baseball? I, what, people want to see shallow diving, not sports. <laughs> I don't think we're at 60K yet, so shut your butt. And route. We did start the Patreon for John Boy Media for breakdowns. I think I'm going to post my first Patreon-only breakdown today. Baseball, things have been happening so quickly that I have, I have three on my board that are like, a couple days old now that I wanted to do, but managers keep getting ejected. Rockies in Colorado keep doing dumb things. It's crazy. Moves quick. Rolls quick. Let's go to the sports. Sports are heavier than the news today. Yesterday, the news was heavier than the sports. Sports is the talk today. This is heavy. Let's tell us what's going on, young Jake. Jim, the two... Greatest words in sports, John Krasinski. No, Game 7, Boston St. Louis in the bean, and Jimmy St. Louis wins in a bit of a blowout. 4-1 to one is your final. They go up 2-0 in the first. It kind of dragged out to the third, and then you're thinking, like, it's been 2-0 for too long. If Boston gets one here... This is going to change everything. Bennington, huge save, and then they get the third, and it's like, oh, my, this is going to happen. They tack on another. Boston gets one late. Bennington, the rookie, played great. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly walks away as the con Smythe winner. St. Louis Blues, first Stanley Cup. Kevin Durant gets surgery on his ruptured Achilles. That's all official. He will miss the 1920 season as more and more speculation comes about what he will do. Kyrie Irving turns down his player option, officially becomes a free agent, and signs with Rock Nation. It's the Rock in the building, um, which has more people leaning and leaning towards the Nets with the Jay-Z connections. Jimmy in baseball, Justin Verlander strikes out 15, but Houston loses in 14 innings to Milwaukee. And we had four hit-by-pitches in the Colorado-Chicago Cubs game. Things got testy. Boom, 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 boom. The Blues won, Jake. The Blues won. You excited about that? You happy for them? I am. I mean, a team getting their first-ever trophy. I mean, that's always exciting. Um... And, and yeah, I mean, it just seemed like when Boston sent it back for Game 7, uh, you know, I, clearly things go in Boston's favor there when, when you're up against the wall. But St. Louis turned it on, man, and, and Bennington, the kid, he played, uh, he played great. So go, uh, go Blues. Yeah. I was pretty you indifferent. You thought your bees were going to do it. Yeah, then they didn't. I mean, that third goal by the Blues was brutal. Um the second goal sucked because it was due to the bad line change. Did you see that? Marshan tried to change with 10 seconds left, and it's like, that's... Yeah. Come on. Play the last 10 seconds, and maybe there's no goal there. But, I mean, that's yeah, one happen. play in a game where the yeah. Blues, like, won. Uh, so, whatever. Hockey's over now. I'm happy the Bruins didn't win. Like I said yesterday, I don't really hate Boston that much, but, you know, spread the wealth a little bit. Yeah, it would have been it, it, like like we were saying, just as New York fans, if we saw the duck boats going and the kid with the sh the shirt again. I've se I've seen fifty championships in the past four years. Like I, you know, it's gonna be okay that that's not on my Twitter feed. Um, nothing malicious. I mean, I know uh, our our friend Sheedy was at the game, and I was like, damn, that's gotta that's kind of brutal. I I don't really wish that feeling upon anyone, but uh, yeah. The uh, your blues do it, man. Do you did you see like Marshan like being real emotional, crying and stuff? Uh, I saw just like right after the game when all the Bruins were either on the bench or kind of kneeling on the ice, getting crying. I, I I 
I feel like I did see on on the Twitter sphere this morning that there was a Marshan interview. I didn't did not watch. I didn't see the interview. I just saw pictures of them like being really really sad. Anyway, yeah, man, hockey just ended and the NBA ends. It may end tonight, potentially tonight. Or, I mean, that's a uh, this that's weekend. a quick slap in everyone's face that it's the dog days of summer. It's just baseball. For a month Yo, and a that's half. actually a great point. Like, there's probably some people out there that are like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, not really a baseball guy. I'm not, not even a football guy. I'm, a, I'm a big just basketball, hockey guy." Your season ends <laughs> like quick, yeah. like is done. Um, so yeah, we'll see. The uh, yeah, Golden State plays tonight, um, and that I mean that's going to be a lot of fun too. We we talked about it a little bit, but. Place is going to be rocking, and we're at this point. We're just rooting for Game Seven because Game Seven, Game Seven, rooting for a close game tonight, not a blowout. Like I'd rather tonight be a blowout, either way. No, I'd rather tonight be a close game either way. Yeah. All right. Um. What else happened, Jake? What else do you want to talk about what? in sports? What else happened? Um, Durant gets a surgery. Um, I I feel I felt slightly vindicated because every media every media outlet has basically come out and has been like, yeah, I mean Kevin Durant is still going to get signed and super paid. Um, so I I feel half vindicated about that because a, a lot of people were fighting me on that. Um, it'll it's going to be interesting to see when he comes back again. I'm I'm a little more gung ho than a lot of people because ruptured Achilles in the NBA has been a brutal injury for a lot of people, but what Kevin Durant is amazing at is shooting over people. So I think he's going to be fine. Um, I, I'm excited, man. I, the Knicks talk is really going to pick up. How does up. that play? The NBA, How do, so NBA, NBA draft is like a week, in a week, Jim. Can you explain why you're not worried about the injury because he shoots over people? So uh, the NBA history with Achilles injury is, is pretty... I, I mean, nobody's come back and it's like, it's basically where Tommy John was in like the nineties, like a couple guys came back and they were still good, but they weren't their selves. We've, we've never had someone like get an Achilles surgery and be like, wow, they they're back 100. Like, that's pretty cool. Um, Rudy Gay, uh, kind of did, but it, it was kind of at around the same point in his career. He kind of came downhill a little bit. Kobe had his, but he was 35 and he had so many miles on his legs. Um, so I, there, there's just no history. Like if you were just to look at everything analytically, like you'd say that Kevin Durant is, is going to come back and, and not be as good of a player. I think what people are overlooking is that, you know, he could have been the best player in the world. There's still a chance he comes back and he's a top eight player, a top 10 player. Like he can still be all NBA. And there's people like, oh, his legacy's done. And it's like, I mean, to a degree, like I think we're going to look back and say like, damn, it sucks he missed that season and he had the injury and his, you know, his career started to slow down, but he was 30 anyways. And I mean, look at, you know, LeBron put up numbers this year a little bit, but also look what the Lakers did. And I mean, father time is undefeated, but I I think Katie is going to come back and still be able to make shots. And that's what he's special at. All right. So you're optimistic. If, yeah, like if he was, I guess if he was locked up, and not a free agent, and he was right. just on the Warriors for the next four years, would you be as optimistic? Or is your Knicks fanhood playing into your optimism? No, I I, I, I very much think – I think there's a lot better shot. He signs with Golden State now because he can – they can – if he opts out, they can still offer him the most money. Um, and with the emotions and that press conference and blah, 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 I, I think there's a good chance that he – there's there's a much better chance he signs with Golden State now. I just think it's it's what he's good at. It's not like I mean Kevin Durant has had some nice dunks and he's got a good second jump, which NBA term there. Um, and you know some of that's gonna go away, but it's like my dude can still shoot the rock. Um, and he's he's seven feet tall, <laughs> so I I think I think he's still gonna be an all my you know quote unquote jakey hot take for some people is i i would bet when he comes back he still wins like an all nba team at some point which means he'd be you know one of the top three small forwards in the league or something like that all right cool yeah he's seven feet tall yeah man that's too tall 
It's like uncomfortable. Yeah. Would you rather be seven Trip. feet tall, non-athlete, or five six, non-athlete? Mm. Seven feet tall, non-athlete, five foot six, non-athlete. Ooh, yeah, five six, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we live there anyway, but it's just an inconvenient life. You don't consider me an athlete? No. Oh, that's right. Because I, I don't, I don't do anything athletically. Yeah, that's the only reason. That's that was the that was the disconnect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if you're seven feet and just not playing sports, that's a tough life. You probably get people probably suck when they talk to you. Oh yeah, my I used to I used to work with a guy that was six ten, and he had tall guy business cards that said like, "No, the air's not better up here. No, I don't play basketball." And I was like, "Wow, you really have that?" And then I spent a day with him, and I saw everyone he interacted with was like, "Wait, how tall are you?" And I was like, "Yeah, that sucks." Because normally people just are we look rounding at me up? I can, I, normally I can see people just judge me and be like, "How tall is he?" And they're like, but they don't say anything. But when you're tall, they say something. Yeah. But Durant, are we rounding up? Because I just looked it up. He's 6'9". He's listed at 6'11". Um, He's listed at 6'9". You, you see him on the court, and he is... Uh, uh, yeah, he's not 6'9". Um, you see him on the court, and he is like the same height as centers. Why does um, every every website say 6'9"? He's not 6'9". Okay. Oh, here he is. It's... No, know what it is, Jimmy? It's like, what's uh, what's the comparison I want to use? Um, like if you're so if you're if you were a six seven power forward in the NBA, whose game was like grabbing rebounds and playing powerful, you'd list yourself at six nine because you want to be a big. Kevin Durant plays like a shooting guard, so he lists his height down a little bit. He just I just listened to a video of him answering the question and he just says some say I'm six nine, some say I'm six eleven. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like he he got listed at six nine once and he decided to just ride it out. But dude, you you see him on the court standing next to guys and it's like, damn. <laughs> what? Remember that video of him playing flag football at a college campus and just like playing quarterback? Vaguely. Just, he just like was whipping the ball. Yeah. But looks so scary, like you're gonna break. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kyrie Irving turns down the player option and eyes Rock Nation. Cano, yeah. huh? It's Hove, H to the O V. Um, yeah. I mean, not a surprise he turned down the option, but uh, I mean, it heavy heavy hints towards the Nets as it keeps going. Um, which again, that starts tying people into. Did him and KD really want to pair up? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. So, uh, whatever. Um, half over Kyrie. Uh, it's just a lot of extra stuff. <laughs> um, I don't know. What, uh, what What do you like from the baseball world? I put a couple things up there. That any, anything else you need to tell the people about, Jimmer? No, I mean, I already kind of talked about the Rockies. They're just like... It was Daniel Murphy and Desmond versus the Mets. And now it's Arenado, who I got in this whole conversation with a Rockies fan because I said Arenado was acting like a baby. And he he used some sentence structure that, like, I'm just too old. I was too old to figure it out. Act some type of way. Mm. Was that mean just any type of I don't know what that means. He was like, I need more context around it. Or was that it? Um. I mean, this, there's going to be, like, young kids listening to this that are, like, maybe Luke, intern Luke is even going to hear this and think, like, you're a, you're a loser for not understanding what this meant. Let me see if I can find it. He said, he said, I, I, I like how you are acting like Nolan can't act any type of way for being hit by pitch. And I was like, what? Yeah, I think that's code for like, I like I, I think the only way I would say it, which I never would, but would be like if if we, you know, when we went on the bachelor party, if someone was just like drunk out of control, you'd you'd be like, damn, you were some type of way last night. So I I think it's almost like a code word for like that doesn't that out doesn't of control s- reacting a little bit. I don't know. 
He said, like how you act like Nolan should have felt any other sort of way after being intentionally hit. I was like, I don't know what you just said, man. Do you well, like? That seemed like a regular sentence. Does he, I said? Do you? I think Arenado was mad. Yeah. Do you like that? I think he was mad. I think he's allowed to be mad. I didn't know where the disconnect was. Yeah, that's he thought you thought that Arenado wasn't allowed to be mad. Yeah, he was allowed to be mad. Why didn't he just say that instead of saying any type of way? Why like? There's a specific type of way we're talking about here. It's mad. Sorry. The youth. Anyway, so I got this whole debate with him, and he was like, if you got hit by a pitch, you'd... And I was like, yeah, if I got hit by a 95-mile-per-hour fastball, I'd lay down and cry, probably. So right. I don't know how that changes what Arenado did. You guys were doing the classic online argument where you're essentially saying the same thing, but you, you guys don't realize it. <laughs> I realized it. He didn't. Right. I was like, I think. Well, you Arenado, just opened up with you didn't know what some type of way meant. <laughs> oh, I had no idea what that sentence structure. Yeah. Meant. But then once he got it on, once we started talking, he was like, Arenado was intentionally hit. The Cubs weren't because the Cubs didn't react to anything. They got they just kept getting hit. Yeah. And they never reacted. And Arenado first acted like he got shot dead and then came up and was like, that's too high. That's too high. You asshole. That's too high. Yeah. And it's like, dude. They got thrown at their heads, both yeah. of them. Uh, so I, I get being mad, but I was like, I think other people have come up and said that's too high in like a, a calm and cool collected way or a badass way. And I think Arenado came up like a whiny, like smug bitch. There you go. And he was like, yeah, well, he's been badass other times. And I was like, I don't doubt it. We're talking about this one instance. Right. But the Rockies have been doing this. I think Daniel Murphy has injected some loser into that clubhouse. Yeah, when I, I, I talked to Drew Creaseman, who, who covers the Rockies, he was like, he, he, I think slightly off the record, but we could say it on Wow. He was, he, was, he was like, he's like, I, my favorite part of Jimmy's video was like, Murphy's being a weirdo, because he's like, <laughs> Murphy's kind of a different guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. He's bizarre. Yeah. 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 Because um, the Yankees are basically ex of Rockies. Canely, Adovino. Yeah. DJ. So that's what it is. So that's what you did. That's what the Rockies did, Jake. They took out DJ LeMahieu, who is a quiet, stable professional, and they inserted Daniel Murphy, who's a loud weirdo. There you go. Boom. Clubhouse changed. Clubhouse changed. Clubhouse is always changing. Anyone that's a Rockies fan, like, this is surface-level analysis. I don't actually know anything about your clubhouse. But I do know that Daniel Murphy weirds me out at every turn. Sir, weirdo. Anyway, Baez. Uh, so deal. Our dude deal. He was a Yankee. They traded yeah. him for Talkman. Hits his first ever outing, and he hits Rizzo, and they act like it's not on purpose. But I think it was on purpose. It makes sense. It was a nice. He hit him right in the butt. The catcher's like, oh, uh, and deal looks like all sad. Right. Baez comes up swinging out of his shoes. Yeah. And he misses the fastball twice, goes down 0-2. Then he sees the changeup. So then he's like, he's probably going to throw out changeup again. So he sits on it. He hit a bomb. Yeah. But it's not even. And then he stared him down while licking his lips. That's not even my favorite part. My favorite part that Rizzo just was stealing every base. Up 8 nothing. You just yeah. hit me. This is bullshit. He just stole second on the first pitch. And then he tried to steal third on the second pitch. He was like, I know that this is against the rules. I like that. That's much better yeah, payback yeah. than screaming and yelling and being whiny. Just like, yeah, C- kind of hilarious that that is like a better revenge. Oh yeah, stealing stealing up eight nothing. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like Rizzo's not a base dealer. No, not traditionally. Yeah, so it's funny that he was like, "Well, fuck you." That was yeah. his "fuck you." I like that, dude. I so I rewatched the Bryant helmet spin because of this. Mm. That's so crazy that. He got hit in the brim of the helmet. His helmet spun a 360, landed back on his head. Quirky sports. Nuts. Uh, Melvin Moore got ejected for the third time, but it's not really that big of a Melvin Moore? Bob Melvin. (laughs) Holy smokes. Uh, Bob Melvin. Bob Melvin. Melvin. Tough lips to read. Chris Woodward. 
Chris Woodward, Angels or Rangers manager, easiest lips to read in the world. It's basically like had a billboard on him saying what he was saying. I think that's all. I know that uh, the Reds manager and pitching coach or hitting coach both got ejected, but I didn't watch it. But I don't think there was any walk-offs or anything crazy last night in baseball world. So there you go. That wraps it up. That's what I have. Yeah. How's your how's your life going? Halftime. How's my life going? Wow, heavy. Um, all right, man. Um, oh, the Red Sox walked off. It looks like I'm wrong. Red Sox walked off yesterday. Yeah, they were uh, what they were locked up with the Rangers and the Braves tied. walked off. I don't know. Look shit. at that. You know shit. Um, yeah, shit. man, I'm I'm doing well. I'm uh, I've got my coffee in clear sight over my computer. Um, cause I don't want to forget to drink it again, but I'm, I'm not ready to drink it yet. I haven't had coffee yet this morning and it's really killing me. Wow. Saw those eyes darting yeah. at intern Luke. Well, he just went and got a red cup. No, he just walked in. I, you were making a joke, but I really did. Boozing early. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, Jim. I don't know, Jim. I don't know about that, Jim. I don't know about that, Jim. I guess the only, only thing in sports I didn't really mention was that the U.S. Open is starting today, uh, so that's exciting. And it's on, again, they're playing on the left coast, so it's going to be some like late-night primetime golf if you're into that. Maybe some golf into the NBA finales and the Yankees. And the Yankees. What's going on over there? Uh, nothing. How- Zimmer's sleeping. It's still windy and rainy here. Luke's writing something down in a pen of paper. Uh, first person in the chat to give me a random letter. I'll play the corresponding drop from Ooh. that letter. That's a fun game. Maybe we'll... I mean, I only have so many drops. I got to start putting more drops. I stopped doing it. You've probably been saying some great stuff that I haven't been catching. Always. All right, we got um, K. Motherfucker. I hate myself. Mm. That was K. That's how, the, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. All right, let's go back. To the news. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. Japan has outlawed drunken drone flying. Japan has outlawed drunken drone flying. A New Jersey town's administrator has been suspended from their 165K job after allegedly hiding 65 off days from their employers. Bricks are being offered to boost affordable housing, Jake. Only catch the bricks are made out of human waste. Talking about human poop. Bricks. Mm. Build your house. A woman was arrested and charged with arson after police say she set fire to her fiance's house five times in one day. Either this guy lives in a mansion or she's the worst arsonist to ever arson. And a Florida safari park is mourning the tragic loss of two giraffes that were killed by lightning strikes. Where do you want to go to first? What news? What really said I, Jake Storielli, like this one? The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's setting the, the, the house on fire five times because, I mean, you know, one time you chalk that up to an accident. Two time you're like, whoa, I, this, this is going to be a funny story to tell people. Oh, I haven't Times, even clicked the story t- yet, but I just laughed thinking like the husband just or fiance just kept like putting them out like they were so small you right. just, just put like a towel on it and he's like all right babe come on the fourth time he's like come on <laughs> get another towel <laughs> her her mug shot is wearing a a shirt that says love yeah um, and i'm not gonna I... be crass here but her boobs are wider than her body okay well and it's kind of weirding me out in itself what yeah are her arms doing something weird here? What's going on with her? Her body? arms are behind her back. They're cuffed. Yeah. So her breasts. Yeah, it's a, are it, like it's super, a weird angle. She's super wide. 
she's not necessarily small, but yeah, she's her uh, bajungas. Um, but yeah, her T-shirt says "Love," which with I believe the Mickey Mouse logo as the O. Um, and then yeah, after a two long, two month long investigation, um, yeah, on the fifth try, uh, the, there's a reason there wasn't six tries. On the fifth try, she burnt the home down. Uh, Got it. So wow, this who wrote this article? Look, I think this is going to be my tweet at the writer. Uh oh. This is your t- tweet of the article of the day. I'm trying. I don't know if I see a name on here, Jim. That's some bullshit. Put your name on your stuff. Are you seeing it? No. Hey, how's wow. that allowed? Who wrote this article? Yeah. News Channel Scripps, Five in Nashville. Scripps Media. Maybe they just stole it from some. I don't know. Man, I want to say, can you please update me on how the first four attempts went? Right. I'm going to search the headline and then find another news source that here we go. Here's another another article on it because News Channel 5 flunked the dunk. What what info do you feel you're missing currently? What was the result of the first four attempts? Right. So this news site, News Channel 9 has the same exact copy the same exact words. Right. And also no author. So I think we're running into, you know, like not fake news, but that organized nothing news. And they're all associated press websites. 2019 scripts, media, all rights reserved. This material may not be published, broadcast, rewritten, never. Dis- I don't get. All right, we're done. Pissing me off. What happened that on the pees, first four attempts? That pees me right, oh, man. There's some... Comp- yeah, dude, this is weird. Delve into a weird part of the news when the same picture and the same five sentences are on 20 different websites with no author. Yeah. Not There's Freaky. nothing... <sighs> De- Den- Denver has an event uh, on summer Saturdays called Jazz in the Park. It's at yeah. City Park, and they just play some jazz music, and it's a nice little Sunday activity if you want to put, like, a blankie down, bring a drink or two or whatever. Um, I, I I got a lot of bad looks the other day because uh, some of our friends were like, hey, we're going to jazz in the park, and, I mean, Sunday's kind of a work day for me, so I, I can't go. Um, but I, I was calling it J and the P, and people did not like that. Yeah, they were probably thinking of something graphic involving um, body parts and self-pleasure. Okay. You lost lost me, but if you want to dive in, I mean, we're here for it. Remember when you were three years old? Okay. <laughs> what story do you want to go to next? Poop bricks? Dr- drunken drone flying? Um, Let's see. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's go poop bricks. Poop bricks. You know what I do now, Jake? It's very nice of me. What's I that? I take the the link to the story we're reading and I send it to the chat in case they want to click it and read it themselves or see the pictures we're looking at. Pretty nice. It is nice, huh? Human waste bricks offer to boost affordable housing. Once sewage is drained of water, treated and dried, what can you do with it? Well, previous statistics show that about 67% of it ends up as fertilizer while the rest is disposed of in a landfill. What a waste. This may change after Australian professor Abbas Mahajarani found a way of turning human waste into bricks for buildings. I don't know. Like, What happens on a hot summer day? Are they odor free? Yeah, that that's interesting. I mean, is there a chemical that they can put in that takes away all the smell and stuff? Um, I mean, didn't we read? Didn't we read something in like Malaysia or India or something that they were doing, or they oh, yeah. were covering their cars in poo? They're covering their cars in dung to cool it down. And and then we heard that they do that for houses too. Yeah. Um, which again seems kind of contradictory there. Um I don't know. I I'm I'm into it. Uh, yeah, let's let's get resourceful. 
Put a you, couple chemicals in there, make it not like poo-poo, and let's build stuff. Do you know that uh, our our friend Brad? B-Rad. Uh, in Livermore, California, when the drought was going on in California, you were it was illegal to water your lawn um, because the drought right. was so bad. But you could go to the poop plant and get their runoff, like water, like their waste, mm. and use that as fertilizer. And Brad's family had the nicest grass in all of Livermore. And that was grown by, you know, my shit and some other people's shit and pee and stuff like that. So I took pride in that grass. It's like, yeah, I donated to that. You You were part of that grass. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And uh, my hand open in their in their backyard. They used to tell me that it's like it doesn't affect the grass at all. Like, right. America can be using this to grow crops and food and it wouldn't make the crops or food gross in any way. But the stigma of it just prevents people from doing it. Right. But it would, it would like save so many issues in farming. Yeah. So why don't you just, uh, drink your own poo and shit or something like that for the people. Okay. Interesting. Spearhead Uh, the movement. Jake. I'm all right. I'm okay. All right. Fine. Jake will not be spearheading that movement. I'm going to leave so it up. I like to spearhead a lot of movements, not that one. Yeah. Maybe eventually. Operating a drone in Japan while drunk could lead to a year in prison thanks to new legislation. Those found to be intoxicated while flying a drone could also face a fine of up to 300,000 yen, which is 2,000 and 200 euro, which is around $2,200, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Something must have had gone wrong, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I was I was trying to figure this out in my head. You, you have a couple boiler makers. You start droning around. I mean, I don't know. Were people doing creepy stuff? Or were they crashing into windows? Were they crashing into cars and stuff? Yeah. I mean, it's... It's like the drunk equivalent of throwing something into something. <laughs> I crashed. Hey, hey, yawn, go away. Hey. I crashed. I need my coffee. I crashed my drone into my neighbor's house in um, California once, and I was just testing it out because I just moved there, and right. uh, I wanted to use it for videos because I was getting paid to do video stuff. Mm-hmm. I was testing it out, but like one side, it was the weight was wrong. And it went straight up, and then it just went on my neighbor's roof and clanked so hard and then landed in his backyard, fenced in backyard. And I walk over there and be like, hey, man, my drones. Actually, part of it stayed on the roof. I was like, my drone's on your roof. And he was like, what? And that's this is people kind of still are like regular everyday people are freaked out by drones. Like, yeah. Why were you flying a drone over my house? Over my house. That would be my first question, too. And I was like, no, I was trying to fly it over my house. But it it didn't work. He was pretty cool about it when he didn't have to be. He could have been like, yo, I'm right. not into this. Yeah. Instead, he was like, oh, yeah, let me get it. And he worked from home in the middle of the day as well on like a weekday. So that was cool. Oh, then you broke up his work day. That's fine. Then. Yeah. He was scared. You helped he, like, him out. He, I was walking over and he ran out the front door to see what happened because something crash landed on his roof. It was loud. Right. And then uh, I haven't flown my drone since that because it broke. Sorry. And kind of like I don't want to be a guy that flies a drone anymore. But I had you don't want to be the drone guy. No. People got really into it. Like I would talk when I was in film school. I would talk to other drone guys, and they'd mm. be using all this like lingo. And I was like, oh no, I just like going up, filming stuff. Yeah. You're like way more into it than me. It's like yeah. taking a taking a picture from a different angle, pretty much. I gotta bow out yeah. of this conversation. So anyway, um I will not be moving to Japan anymore because this is bullshit. Damn. How about this uh this town administrator hid sixty five off days in their work year? That's two months, Jake. And plus a couple extra days. Allegedly hiding sixty five days off. So what's that mean? They took the off days? And they didn't tell their employers that they were taking off days. I mean, this 
Donna Viero, you you are a superhero. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, you think it's a superhero? No, I mean, it sucks that it's with, because they're with the town, or who are they with? Um, town administrator. Yeah, I mean, that sucks, because that's like directly people money. Um, like, I don't know, when, if, when I was at Rexel, if someone, you know, told me, they were like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to work from home today, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I'd be like, good for you. Enjoy life a little bit. Um, I guess a little over two months, and especially the town payers' money, <laughs> that, that sucks. Yeah. I don't know how. It, it, at some point, it's on the town. Like, he's right. like, like, I wasn't did, really hiding this How did we get this to this you? point? Like, or I guess, I guess that would be fun. Like, what if, uh, what if Donna Vieira was just taking two-hour lunches every day, and she did that? for like three years and she was supposed to take our lunches and then they just crunched the numbers over time and they're like, well, it's so facto bingo bongo. Yeah, I wonder, but I got to move on to the giraffe story because I'm pretty interested in it. Let's do it. Two giraffes got struck by lightning. They died. That's sad. Um, in a safari in South Florida. They were named yeah. Lily and Gianni. Does this happen a lot? Because giraffes are so high to the lightning, and they have such long necks? That's it's an my question. question. Like, are giraffes um, more prone to lightning strikes than ants? Yes. Are giraffes more prone to lightning strikes than horses? I don't know. I would think yes. I mean, do, do tons of ants get killed by lightning strike? Because whenever it hits the ground, a bunch of ants there. Um, yeah, that sucks, man. I, I know... It, you, you say I don't like the sad news. This is news. It has to be reported by us. Um, yeah, that sucks. Um, I wonder what. I wonder if there's like a protocol they missed or something. Or you put the drafts inside mean, when it's lightning out. I don't know. I, I yeah, I was gonna say, and then I was gonna be like, you know, does this spin into the whole zoo argument? Like, should we be really be doing any of this shit anymore? Katie um, and I. Katie and I recorded an episode of Just Talking. It's out today on the podcast apps. First time in a long time. But we, we stumbled into like... Uh, there's, she, we do happy headlines. And it was something about saving animals. Like we're not going to do this to animals anymore. And I was like, all right, next stop. Let's stop caging birds. Kind of the zoo argument. But caging yeah. birds. I don't know how PETA isn't like... I don't know how that hasn't been protested against so heavily. Like it's the most fucked up thing humans have done. In awe yeah, of an animal I, that can fly, so you put it in a tiny cage. Well, that's, I think a lot of the bird stuff has gone away from, like, tiny cages. I think a lot of them are open air, um, kind of some different stuff like that. Uh, like, the Dallas, the Dallas Aquarium, the first, the first, like, two floors are birds flying around, and you're like, did I go to the right place? Um, but, yeah, no, zoos are fucked. <laughs> it, it sucks. <laughs> sucks. That, but then I guess this, I don't think you can fully put this in this boat because I'm sure if giraffes are getting struck by lightning here, I mean, I'm assuming that in their natural habitat, if there's a lightning storm, there's also a risk of that. So I just want to know if giraffes are the most prone animal to lightning strikes. Oh, well, luckily, that's why I'm here. Are giraffes prone to lightning strikes? misspelled every word in that sentence hopefully google can take care of it uh do giraffes get struck by lightning i can think of a number of cases um direct hit and standing beneath a tree um because well, I mean, they didn't they teach the food. giraffes not to stand by a tree i mean every little well, kid come on why don't they st go stand on the rubber mats during lightning strikes they gotta teach these giraffes something yeah or it's going to say put them inside, and now we're back to the whole problem with zoos. So, yeah, it looks like, uh... oh, hey, we, we've got an actual article, Jim, LiveScience.com, with the headline, Do Giraffes Get Struck by Lightning More Than Other Animals? All right, we're, we're here. I just sent it to you. Um, Katie. Two months ago, 
We had a Reddit Come user. Come here. I want to get your live reaction to this news. Okay. Two giraffes got struck by lightning at the zoo and died. What the fuck, Jimmy? Yeah, that was that was messed up. I didn't Not know if cool. you'd be like happy or sad about it. What do you mean you don't know if I'd be happy or sad about that? What kind of you're a monster? All right, Team Katie. We're all Team Katie right now. <laughs> Katie loves animals. I think. Not really. Anyway. Yeah, she does. I mean, I want to be on record. I don't think the giraffes deserve to die. No. No, but some people wow, might say it was wow. in God's plan. And I'm not, I don't think this was in God's plan. Some people might say, that's God's plan. They deserved it. No. I don't think it was. No. I think, yeah, you're labeled pro-giraffe murder. No, um, no, no. I'm, I, yeah, I'm all it's about. Official. I think Lily and Gianni, the giraffes, got fucked in this whole exchange. It is official. Jimmy hates giraffes and wants them to be murdered. Um, just brag to his girlfriend about it. Sick pup. Um, I didn't brag. I'm not on lightning side. I've never been on lightning. Your, well, actually, your team slaughter. It's disgusting. I do I'm, love I'm lightning. Sorry for the people. Um, I'm, I'm sorry they have to go through this. I've tried to read the article, and I, all I have is intuitively the obvious answer is yes. Um, That's what the article at, says. After that, it starts giving examples, but there's no there's no paragraph at the end that's like, yeah, giraffes do get struck more by lightning. Oh, actually, the, it is literally the final sentence. Giraffes' risk of lightning strike could very well be higher, but because lightning strikes are so rare, the elevated risk would not translate to an epidemic of violent, electrifying death. Okay. So they're basically like, obviously, common sense that it's higher, but it's still so minuscule you can't really gauge it. Right, it's the odds of, you know, if if the odds are different between winning uh, 100 million in the lottery and winning 75 million in the lottery, that's the difference. Sometimes you want a website to exist on something random, and it does. com is your dream. (laughs) And it does, and you're like, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe it exists. I don't, this one, I'd love a website that all it does is have a, a, a ranking of animals in their order of how likely they are to be hit by lightning so I can scroll down at ants to giraffes and see where people land in the middle. How many of these animals die a year by lightning? Because you know what? Who birds. Think, who do you think's number one? Birds. They hang out Birds got to be up there. Birds have to be up there. My, bar, my brother's saying no. I mean, they're in the sky. I think, I think I'm going ants. You're I think go- that's a really good guess. You think ants are most likely to die because every time the lightning hits the ground, it kills the ants. Yeah, it kills hundred. It could kill if I mean you get one well placed lightning strike on an ant colony, and we're talking like you're into the thousands. Okay, well I know who my number one is. Okay, the Spark Ranger. No, I hate him. <laughs> we did a last from the past episode once on this guy who's called the Spark Ranger. He got struck by lightning. His name is Roy Sullivan. He got struck by lightning like five times. Jake was not into it. Doesn't believe the guy. The number was a lot higher than that. That's the problem. I think Roy got clipped one, two, three times. I think he said like 27 or something. Um, or 11. Uh, I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. The Spark Ranger. Why would it not be so easy to find? Roy seven, Sullivan. Seven times. Seven times. Yeah. I mean, no. Well... Go listen to that he episode that laughs from the past. Yeah, Jake says no. Who knows? And Jake's right. Who's Jake in this situation? Not sure. Thought you were going to straighten that out. Bet of the day, bet of the day. It is the bet of the day, and Jakey, Jakey won another one last night. He's three and zero on the week. He's doing a great job. Everyone's so proud of him. His mom and sister called him and said, "Good job, good job on the betting three zero week." We're so happy. We're so happy. Jake, what are you doing today? Jimmy James. Jum boy. Uh, yeah, I think three in a row. Are we calling me hot? No, no, no. You've never been called hot. 
We got the under um, in, in Lord Stanley's Cup last night. I wanted to take the Blues, too, give the people extra money, but I backed off knowing that you were going to come at me with your, oh, you just better get Boston. You don't like the Boston teams. That's why you do those bets. Um, no, I bet for I bet for queso, people. Cheese? Um, no, literally queso. Um, got nachos on the mind all the time. Tweet me your nacho picks at Talking Jake. Jim, we got to go to the <laughs> NBA game. <laughs> you like that? That's a stupid thing to say. It's ridiculous. I got nachos <laughs> on the mind all the time. Tweet me your nacho picks. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the fu- that's the future of my Twitter, man. Tweet I me like your it. nacho picks. Can I put some pressure on you? Sure. Uh, your your winning record on Thursdays is on the line. You're currently eleven and ten on Thursdays. Sheesh. Um, Jimmy, I am gonna go with. We've got the over-under at 2-11 for this game. Um, Jim, I'm going under, man. I, I think this game's got to be low scoring. Um, I, I mean, obviously, Durant's out. You don't think, you don't, you don't think uh, Steph is Clay playing? Steph and Clay are playing, and they're well-rested, which is huge. But, I mean, Jimmy, lit- literally... If they if they each went for forty, which be, would be an incredible night for both of them, that's eighty points. Yeah, you still got to get me from there. You got to get me twenty five points from Iggy, Boogie Cousins, Draymond, um, and I mean eighty was the dramatic example. But now let's say one of those guys goes for twenty five point game. Uh, Golden State's best chance to win is score. 110, score 105, and hold Toronto to 100 or so. And Toronto depends on a lot of role, guys, and we talked about how nuts Oracle is going to be tonight. So well, I'm, that's I'm my counter. On, what, I'm banking you, on Oracle. What Don't you think that like you, like you can see them just going off for the last day in Oracle, forcing Game 7, the Warriors should right, go but if, crazy. If, if, you be- if you believe that, and I mean that would I'm be... Talking Cur- I'm talking Steph and Clay putting up 80 each. Like going okay, I mean, off. that would be awesome. That would be so cool. Just go, <laughs> it's going off last I'd day be, in Oracle. I'd be fine to lose that bet. Um, I, I, don't, I just don't know. I think... There's there's a proto there's a stereotype in the NBA that road that role players have a tougher time on the road in what is expected to be probably the toughest road environment in NBA history. There's a little drama for you. Um, the building shutting down. It's one of the more well respected buildings fan wise. So you think uh, that so- all the Raptors may lose their skills like Harden in the playoffs a year or two ago, just become shells of themselves and Steph and Clay may both go off for 50. I I could just see if Toronto it if Golden State does one of their Golden State stretches where they they get 9 points instantly cuz Clay and Curry each connect on a couple threes or whatever and Toronto clanks a couple in a row like that place is going to be going nuts. Like if Toronto misses 3 shots in a row like that building is just going to be going bonkers. So I don't know. What, 103-94, final. Golden State wins. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Wow. I've been losing, so I got to agree with you. Do you think that there's going to be people running on the court if, the, if they win, even though it's game six, or running on the court in the no. middle of the game? Well, it's the last time at Oracle, you might have some crazy people out there saying like, hey. Let's make it. Let's let's stamp ourselves in the history. Let's put ourselves on this Wikipedia page. No, because they've been winning championships, and they know if they celebrate a game six that much, I'm not talking looks... about every fan. I'm talking about like one guy being like, "I want to be." part I mean, of if the, the li- if the game here is one guy going to run on the court, I, you could play that with a, a lot of sporting events. Um, I'm still going to say no. someone will try, and a security guard grabs them. Helicopter. Um, I think I think the bigger problem you're missing here, Jim, is people trying to rip out seats and stuff. I mean, we're in Oakland, baby. You think people are going to rip out seats? I think they're going to try to. And then? Tear down the stadium. You think they're going to tear down the, the field goal? 
Take it home. All right. All right. All right. That ends the show. Let's listen to uh, what was it? Who do we listen to? Eddie, Eddie Murphy, right? Eddie Murphy. That's a good song. See you guys. We'll be back this tomorrow, Friday. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. One more, one more show before the weekend. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>